All right, welcome to another episode that's not an episode. Uh, this is number six, and I'm just knocking them out to have my ten, so I can put them on Podbean and Spotify and Amazon Music. And I already lost iHeartRadio because my account's been inactive. If you listen to episode five, I explained ev- everything. I explained why I'm recording these and posting them. Just sharing them if you want to listen. Anyways. Go ahead and knock these out. They're real short. Take a listen or don't. I don't care. I just want to keep my uh, podcasting platform active in case I want to use it again later. But I want to tell you about one of the most embarrassing things that ever happened to me as a as a journalist, as a reporter. Now, some of you know that that I write, written for different print publications and stuff like this, and uh, I kind of just recently started sharing all that because uh, I like writing it, but I don't like posting a lot about it. But I started doing that maybe a couple years ago, a little bit here and there. But anyways, so this is something that happened to me. It was really embarrassing. It was almost a, a very low point in my life where I just thought, what am I doing? And yet it was I enjoyed it at the same time. Um I'd say that one of the lowest points was getting kicked out of a library for making a chess club laugh. But, uh, and there were other factors to that. I've already explained that a lot. But anyways, so anyways, me and this photographer, uh, sometimes when you work for a publication, uh, you got to take your own photos and other times they'll send a photographer with you. And there's several reasons for that. Uh, They either have the money and the budget it's going to be a big story and they want the professional headshots and photos from professional and and other times it's just because you you suck at taking photos and they want to make sure they get a good one whatever the reason and and sometimes i do my own photography but when you're at a, a certain events you don't have time to take photos and take notes like you just you can't do both at the same time so it requires uh two people to be there uh, the the print journalist and the photo journalist. So we were going out to talk to this man, Mr. Johnson, who runs this like self-sustaining farm kind of thing. He's got animals there, uh, pets, unique pets, and and has this crazy, uh, just awesome garden, very self-sufficient. Um, won't bore you with the details, but it was supposed to be this feature about this guy and and all that he had built and and done out here in the woods and so we get out there and we're out there he's got this 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 large cage and in this cage he's got the biggest damn porcupine i have ever seen in my life i mean i it took me a minute to realize what this thing was and the photographer was like oh that's a giant hedgehog and i not gonna lie at first i was like oh and uh, then I was like, oh, my God, that's a porcupine, son. The thing was huge. I mean, are these things out walking around the woods or was this? As to this day, I still don't know if he uh, fed it vitamins or something. But I'd hate to think one this big is roaming around the woods and you come across it. So Mr. Johnson was uh, talking to us and he had... <laughs> He had put some, I can't remember, he put something in the cage, like maybe some food. But picture one of those black dog cages, you know, for like larger dogs that you might put 
them in when you're training them when they're puppies and so <clears throat> there's this big old porcupine and it seemed like he was wanting attention but like nobody's gonna pet a porcupine porcupines have got to be the most tragically mentally confused animals there are because one that's been domesticated just like any other thing you know they want to be petted that's just natural they're used to be real people but nobody's gonna pet this thing and so we got to talking he was talking about a solar powered whatever to grow his tomatoes and everything else and this porcupine gets loose and i don't know if i, I don't know if he didn't close the cage i don't know if this thing figured out how to open it or what but this porcupine gets out and out of the corner of my eye while we're talking we're, we're standing outside in this area and there's this picnic table and i'm not parked too far away um but this thing gets out <laughs> And I, all of a sudden, Mr. Johnson goes, oh, shit. And I look over, and I'm like, oh, no. And this thing is just, like, coming at you like a dog. Remember when you were a kid, and the dog just start chasing you? I didn't even know porcupines. I don't know what they sound. I didn't know, I didn't know what to expect they sounded like. Maybe it was all in my head, but I swear to God, this thing barked. And it was growling. And I was like, oh, oh shit. And I took off and I jumped up on that coffee, uh, coffee table. Excuse me. It's a picnic table. Did I say coffee table earlier? I meant picnic table. So I jump up on this picnic table. And I was like, oh, God. And this thing's like putting his front paws on the front. Mr. Johnson tries to jump up on this uh, picnic table and he falls off. And he rolled uh, and he rolled his ankle. And the photographer, he's gone. Uh, I mean, he's it's just like Forrest Gump. He's gone. I see him running 100 yards away, left his camera there and everything. And then I, so I'm up on this picnic table and this thing's all around me. And I'm like, I'm, I know, I don't know if they like throw their, their needles at you or shoot them out at you or jump on you or what. But I was like, so I didn't know what to do. And, I, and I'm on this picnic table and I'm standing on it because I'm not wanting my feet or my legs to be anywhere close to this thing. And I must have been up there a good 10 minutes. And it was only in 10 minutes. And this thing wouldn't leave. It kept circling. You know, like either a rabid dog or like a shark. And I'm on a raft. And I thought, man, this is, I don't, <laughs> this is going to be so bad. And I look over at my truck. And my truck's probably, oh, 40 yards away, if I had to guess. So about 35, 40 yards. I look over and there's my truck, but it feels like it's a lot longer than that. And I used to run track in, in middle school and high school and played soccer, and I was fast. Anybody that knew me back then would tell you I was fast. But, you know, when you're 40 and feeling fat, you're not fast. Uh, so I was like, man, this is how I'm going to die. I'm like, <laughs> this car hurts so bad. This thing would not leave me alone. And uh, I have no idea at this time. I could see him later. But this time, Mr. Johnson is like not even in my, my concern of my purview. And uh, I noticed that the uh, photographer ran off. So I figured Mr. Johnson was gone. I had no idea um, at that very moment that he was still rolling around on the ground. Porcupine completely ignoring him. Didn't bother him at all. And so right then, and I might not have even been on this picnic table three minutes, but it felt like a long time. So right then, 
this porcupine hears something and looks over and walks off and uh for a minute and then that's my chance that was my chance to take off oh and i forgot to damn it forgot the most important part when we we got to rewind a minute okay so rewind to when we get there and i'm staring at this porcupine and we're talking about it and i'm thinking who has a porcupine as a pet and i guess i said it out loud even though i was thinking it and mr johnson goes well i mean it's not like it's a bear or a lion or something and i'm like that's that's a horrible that's a horrible comparison I mean, you didn't compare it to like a dog or a cat or something. He said, well, it's not like it's a bear or a lion. Well, yeah, but it's still a porcupine. I mean, I was so annoyed with him because he would make such a comparison that made so much sense because he's right. It wasn't like it was a bear or a lion. But I mean, who would have a lion as a pet anyways? And what would happen? Like, oh yeah, you know Mrs. Mrs. Leavenworth down the street. You know that lion that she has that she takes out walking every evening. That's been been uh, such a beneficial to her health since her husband died. Well, it ate her the other day. <gasps> I mean, who says? Yeah, I might have a porcupine as a pet, but it ain't like it's a bear or a lion or something. I mean, that just pissed me off and made so much sense at the same time. I was just so so mad and agreed at the same time just you ever been so mad and annoyed and yet also it made total sense you just were pissed off because that was such a dumb answer but but completely completely was relevant well you're right at least it's not like a bear or a lion so it should have known right then things were going to go bad so we'll fast forward back to where i left off so here i am on this picnic table out in the woods and i'm like oh man I mean, they're going to be hurt really bad in the hospital. I have to tell people, I was attacked by a giant porcupine. I mean, nobody's going to believe you anyways. It's like, what do I tell people? I'm in the hospital, but I'm okay. I got attacked by a giant porcupine. And people are going to be like, ha ha, Chuck, you're so funny. Ha ha ha. What really happened? So all those scenarios are going through my head. And, and at the same time, I know I'm like, I should probably dial 911 because this thing won't leave me alone. But they ain't going to believe me either. They're probably going to hang up on me. Or, or at the very worst, they're going to release the 911 tape for the public. Uh, hello? Oh, there's this giant porcupine. He's trying to kill me. Somebody help me. Ain't nobody going believe, <laughs> to believe that. So I thought, oh, my God. So when the chance came up, when the porcupine kind of like walked off about... 10 feet away from the table um whatever he was looking at or looking for you know just kind of roaming around i guess he's waiting for me to get off the picnic table all he probably wanted me to do was pet him but i but i mean to me i felt like he's gonna kill me he's like i'm gonna stab this motherfucker as soon as he gets off this picnic table so when i saw my opportunity i jumped off that picnic table and i remember on the way down thinking god i hope i don't fall or twist my ankle and i didn't I hadn't landed that perfect since I since I ran hurdles in high school. I mean, I just made an awesome landing. And I remember thinking, man, that was a pretty good landing. And then right after that, I tumbled forward, of course. And then I got right back up and kept running. And I just hear this thing behind me. You know? 
it just coming right for me. I was like, oh God. And I still had a uh, my white GMC truck then. And I do I jumped up in the back of my bed and I knew it was safe there. And then that's when I got pissed off. I was like, man, my photographer just took off and left me. And I look over, I see Mr. Johnson laying on the ground, you know, kind of rolling back and forth. Like you could tell he was in pain. He he had uh injured his his ankle. Uh, falling off the picnic table so i yelled at him are you okay and he just kind of waved at me because it was from uh like his head was facing me so unless he like tilted his head back he couldn't see me but he waved at me he heard me and that porcupine left him alone but he came toward me and um long story short i <laughs> i was able to get in my truck cab and uh and leave and I pulled around uh, to pick him up, and he got in and <laughs> finished the interview. Um, and then I got back. My editor didn't even want. I put it together. Editor didn't even want to use the story. Ended up being a short little blurb. <laughs> so I was like, man, maybe it's maybe it's time to move on to another publication. So. <laughs> So, yeah, that was uh, my embarrassing story about um, almost getting attacked by, by a porcupine. But I'm telling you, it was huge. The thing is huge. Uh, Mr. Johnson ended up putting uh, bait, food, whatever, in the cage, got him back in there. I guess he had brought it out originally just to show it off to us or whatever. thought it would be cool. But um, – when things happen that just don't make sense to me, I can't help but hear him say, well, yeah, I got a pet porcupine, but it ain't like it's a bear or a lion or something. And uh, that's kind of a kind of a saying I say now when somebody says something that's just totally stupid, but somehow makes sense. It ain't like it's a bear or a lion or something. So this wraps up episode six. And I only have three more to go, and I'll have my 10 in. And uh, you don't have to worry about hearing any more of these uh, until or if I decide to do an actual podcast again. Thanks for listening. I hope you checked out the others. And if you didn't listen, I appreciate that too, although you won't know that because you're not listening. Have a good day.